I know. You must have heard the grave economic crisis Sri Lanka is in and the reasons leading to the crisis which is due to adverse balance of payment situation. I remember it was not long ago that Sri Lanka was a popular tourist destination but now protest on the streets has casted shadow over its image as a safe place to go. What could be the reasons that led to the crisis? Firstly, as an election promise, there were deep tax cuts enacted months before the COVID-19 pandemic. COVID also led to sharp decrease in the number of registered taxpayers between 2019 and 20. Secondly, the government banned all fertilizer imports in 2021. Since most of these products were imported, the country had to switch to organic farming overnight which decreased food production and food imports went up. Another reason is inflation. Inflation is accelerating due to high non-food inflation. Non-food price inflation rose with higher transportation prices which are associated with the increase in global fuel prices alongside increased educational fees and housing prices. Government policies to subsidize the electricity tariff for lower income households and LPG prices has helped to keep inflation manageable despite the increased global commodity prices. However, the subsidy of LPG and electricity cost is not appearing to be beneficial for the country in long run. Even now, the government by subsidizing the increased cost of oil has increased the pressure on government's finances. Frankly, the government is stuck in a vicious cycle. It needs foreign currency to import oil and essentials and at the same time the biggest source of forex for the country being travel and garment exports has had a setback due to COVID pandemic. So as to fulfill garment exports which would lead to an inflow of foreign exchange, fuel is needed and to import fuel, payment is required in foreign currency which the country is unable to make. I would say Sri Lanka needs a person like Dr. Manmohan Singh. I admire him for the manner in which he was able to revive Indian economy back in 1991. Now, when a country is unable to even pay for essential import items and export revenue is sufficient, insufficient to revive back the economy, the way out is to borrow funds from IMF or in case of Sri Lanka from neighbor, neighboring countries like India and China. There is no denying that IMF debts come with a set of conditions which are often quite restrictive for the debtor nations. Despite Sri Lanka's severe balance payment crisis, the country has been adamant in not seeking assistance from the IMF. Given their pre previous track record of faltering economic recovery is the reason. The alternate strategy was to seek assistance from global rivals in the neighborhood, India and China. It's been argued that Sri Lanka is a victim to China's debt trap diplomacy, which is quite a valid argument, although 
China accounts for only 6% of Sri Lanka's outstanding external debt. China's liquidation techniques and hidden debts is varying in various projects reflect the problematic imperialism. Like back in December 2017, when Colombo wasn't able to pay a debt of about $1.12 billion, China Merchant Exports Port Holding took over Sri Lanka's Hambantona port on a 99-year lease. This case is one of the most vivid examples of China's ambitious use of loans and aid to gain influence around the world. India, on the other hand, has come as a new friend. In the couple of years, the, the two countries have been able to substantially strengthen their economic ties. Recently, India extended a line of credit worth $1 billion US dollars to Colombo to aid in procurement of food, medicines and other essential commodities. Former Prime Minister of Sri Lanka has agreed that, Sri, that India has extended maximum support to Sri Lanka. Now, the options of seeking huge loans from individual nations will always be inclusive of an agenda which is suitable to the creditor nations. Given Sri Lanka's situation, there is no way out of this crisis other than to seek substantial support from the IMF which may entail some conditions related to budgetary cuts and trade openness among, amongst others. Although such IMF directives may seem valid at this stage of the economy, it is for the time to tell whether Sri Lanka's engagement with IMF will only be an antidote in the short run or will it provide guidelines for a sustainable and inclusive recovery in Sri Lanka. One more South Asian country, Nepal, is facing the same crisis. Why is Nepal staring economic downfall? It is quite similar to what Sri Lanka has experienced. Recently, Nepal banned imports of luxury items, including vehicles, in an attempt to prevent a consistent decline in the foreign reserves of the country, forex reserves of the country. This decision came due to the fact that over the period of two years, the import of luxury items has increased the outflow of forex and these imports are in no way contributing to long-term economic growth. While some of the measures that the Sri Lanka government took during 2019-2021 have led to this current situation in Nepal, the political crisis last year has expedited the economic crisis in the country. Both countries, in addition to asking the loans from IMF, have also asked their citizens residing abroad to help their country in these difficult times. I believe eventually things will work out for the people of Sri Lanka and Nepal, but I hope it doesn't get too late. Thanks for listening. That's been it for today. Stay tuned in for the next one.